Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We are going to take a little uh, podcast break over the vacation. And it's important that everyone knows we'll be back. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Presented by our good friends at Coors Light. Enjoy the pool and stay cool. Stay safe. Dance. Dance. Hey. 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 July 16th, 2018. This is it, folks. The final podcast, or at least the final new podcast before we return for new podcasts Labor Day week. We should mention however, in between that time there will be eight, is that right Christoph? Eight best of podcasts, a new one every single week. That is correct. Christoph, tell us a little bit about that uh, very quickly so the listeners know what they can expect. Oh, there's going to be tons of great stuff. Uh, a lot of classic Jay and Dan moments, as we call it. Some of our great uh, guests from this past season. And uh, also a bunch of Ben Teller, which I'm sure Dan will be thrilled to hear and Perfect. downloading yeah. avidly. See, the best part of that for Dan, though, is that, that the listeners who love Ben get their Ben fix, but Dan doesn't have to hear from him. Good. That's Perfect. So every Actually, it's really a win-win. Win. Maybe we should just have Ben pre-record all his bits all the time, and then we'd be set to go. Uh, what a great, what a great, great weekend! Little rainy today, though. Little rainy, got a little rain. Farmers needed it. That's true. They did, didn't they? Big time. Yeah, the farmers in southern Ontario really needed it. My uh, farmer buddy Brian, he said it's the driest he's seen it in thirty years. What's this movie? Mile 22 with um, that's been, Marky Mark? That's been agricultural news and weather on the 11s. You'd be good at uh, at ag news. Maybe that's your future. Ag news with Toolsy. Eh, if it pays me. Sure. You don't care. You don't give it a... We're going to give a call uh, to a friend of ours now. Um, this is a guy we've been trying to track down for weeks, Dan. Mm-hmm. I saw him in person at the U.S. Open. Um, he was supposed to come on uh, after the U.S. Open, but... He uh, he, he went off to plane. Lake Como. He That's went off where, to uh, Italy. Clooney hangs out. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to ask him if he ran into Clooney. Uh, yeah, our friend Bernie Kim. We'll ask him if he's had any fever dreams. <laughs> a Bernie Kim fever dreams fame. He may have had uh, fever dreams at the U.S. Open because they were working like 16-hour shifts and stuff like that. Yeah, but whenever I hear that, yeah, I was working 16 hours at the Open. I'm always like, yeah, come on. (laughs) Seems like you guys are having a pretty good time. He was hanging around with Holly Saunders the whole time. Look, Look up Holly Saunders if you don't know who Holly is. In a tent facing the clubhouse. Yeah. And I'm sure he was he had someone bringing him drinks on the regular just knowing just knowing Bernie he had someone fetching him delicious alcoholic beverages on the reg at the US Open. Bernie, you're there. How are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you doing? How are you doing? Oh man, we miss you, pal. We miss you. you- <laughs> I miss you guys. Well, I, yeah, you guys are talking about the US Open where I got to see Dan. Someone was fetching Dan alcoholic beverages, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> uh, what, no, was your, me- what was your yeah, U.S. Open was- experience like? Well, uh, as a proud member of the Fox USGA team and on Team Saunders and uh, Team Shane O'Donohue, I get to be chained to a chair for 12 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, tell like tell the listeners stuff. who don't know the biz, Bernie. Like, what were you doing exactly? So, uh, my, uh, I think you guys were just talking about the area that I was uh, stationed at, which is this interview tent, uh, which is right outside of 18 scoring. So we got to see all the players come in, and uh, I work with both. Um, Holly Saunders and oh uh, Shane O'Donohue, yeah. who does our uh, post-round interviews. And so I, I help them with uh, any of their on-camera hits. Uh, and so, you know, we get on uh, a couple times an hour. Shane gets on probably like towards the end of the rounds. We'll get on with the, with the players and, and then Holly will have pieces to talk to and whatnot. Are the, so are the players help. more excited in, in a very obvious way to speak to Holly than Shane? You know, you know who's more excited than anyone more overtly, overtly is the senior men. Ah. <laughs> the senior men, they can't wait. Yeah. The guys, you know, the guys are the guys. They're they're a little more grizzled. Right. Senior men are just like, this is. I'm going to have fun. And uh, yes, I would say they they tend to perk up. Uh, when they see Holly. Now, yeah. Bernie, you were right there where the players came out and they'd they do interviews and then they'd sign autographs. Did you see any autograph scenarios where you saw a golf fan lose their <laughs> by getting an autograph well, or seeing a player? Oh, no, yes. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It, it has nothing to do with the player. It has everything to do with Holly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only time that anyone really... Uh, this one guy just kept yelling out, well, actually, everybody, about one, uh, once every 15 minutes, you hear some dude yell, Holy! Holy! <laughs> and then one guy literally lost his, you know, what, you know, when uh, she turned her head. He's like, oh, my God! Oh! Oh, my God! Yeah! It was, it was quite creepy. One guy tried to prove that he was legit. He wanted to talk to her. Oh, and no. so he handed somebody a copy of his driver's license. Oh my, oh my god! And said, and "He said, yeah, I'm." He, he like wrote some note about like why he's normal or something like that, or why he should be able to talk to her, <laughs> and literally wait, wait, wait. had a copy of a license. So the first thing that tells you you are not normal is by giving a handwritten note to someone <laughs> on a photocopy of your license to say that you're normal. Yeah, this is uh, this is life. Uh, as Holly Saunders, this is her life, <laughs> getting just yelled at by drunk golf bros, and then they all—they all think they have like the new, like the line that's going to be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm the, different." The one—the one, the one the she hasn't heard, the one that will exactly. work. Yeah, yeah. And then you—you yeah. uh, you went from there, and you went over to Italy, and you hung out with Clooney. You went to Lake Como. Were there any Clooney sightings? No Clooney sightings, uh, but Lake Como is very. Jay, have you been? Dan, have you been? It's it's a nice setting. Nice. Never, nice never. Have a little lunch. Yeah, you know, uh, we weren't in any of that. You know, I was looking for the Ocean's Twelve villa that the Night Wolf was living oh, in. Oh yeah. The Night Fox that was living in, but I didn't see it. Right. But, uh, it was it was quite a nice town. Uh, Italy's beautiful place, and uh, it was a nice place to spend a week. So what can I say? Was that your honeymoon? No, no, no. My uh, it was actually. My wife's cousin was getting married in this small mountain town oh outside of Venice, and uh, so we just went to Milan. What, Lake Como, wait, how did they there. hang on? How did they choose that as a location? He grew up there. The groom grew wow. up there. They met in New York. They live in New York, and then they decided to. They did. They they did a marriage, a small marriage and a wedding in, in New York, 
and then they did in the tying ceremony. And, and, uh, and then they said, whoever can, whoever has the box, you can come over <laughs> yeah. and hang with us in Italia. And the Kims were I, like, boom, we are so in. I got this, this medium range Fox USGA dollars coming in. So, <laughs> life's pretty good. What was the life's food like good. at the reception in Italy? That was the best meal, easily the best wedding meal I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And it's in maybe my top five favorite meals I've ever had in my life. Wow. At a wedding. Just, I don't just give that out. No. I don't just give that out. No, no. That's, oh, no that no. is high praise, as Nick Cage yeah. would say. And, <laughs> and you're going back to Europe quick. Aren't you going back to Europe? And, and follow-up question, I, should you bring Dan with you and your beautiful wife, Carol? Should Dan come oh, along yeah. with you? Yes. Dan, would you like to come? We're going to a wedding in Sweden. She's in the wedding. What? So I'm in, in Stockholm, so I'm going to have a lot of downtime while she's doing bridesmaid okay. activities. Oh when are you God. doing this? You guys, Rasmus Dahlin, oh, yeah. ripping it up at the <laughs> Stockholm Club. When are you going there, Bernie? This is like uh, the first week in August, like the second, third area, somewhere like that. Toolsy, that's perfect timing. We're off. I'm in PEI. Oh. Yeah. Well, that is You're a nice where? place. Prince Edward Island. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, <laughs> where Anne of Green Gables uh, takes place. I know you read that uh, in your Baltimore public school <laughs> education. We didn't have books in this. No, we didn't. We hey, didn't, we hey didn't Bernie, uh, any recent yeah. fever dreams? Oh, my God. I sure did have a fever dream. Uh, I had a few, actually. I had one. <laughs> you should I talk would... to someone first off. You <laughs> no, no, no. No, this is great material. And now, ladies and gentlemen, guys about it. Bernie Kim's fever dreams. Uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I had a quite stressful dream where I was back in college, and the current, there was current students there, and they were messing with me, and then they kidnapped my wife. And I was chasing her through a train station. This is a long story short. I remember all the details of this. And then at the end, it turned out Carol was pranking me the whole time. And I was very, I woke up very stressed out and I didn't understand what was going on. And then last night, last oh night God. I had a dream. No, two nights ago I had a dream where I was at my parents' house in Baltimore. And then there was a Project Exile party that all these people descended onto my parents' house. And I was getting very stressed out. And, and two of the people that were throwing the party were former Fox Sports Live producer Zeus, oh, and, Zeus Anquan, yeah. and Anquan Bolden. So I don't <laughs> understand. And the whole time of party, and I'm like, I've got to get these people out of my house. And I was saying, where's Anquan? I, I, I said that all night. Where's Anquan? <laughs> You're wow. very distressed. Yeah. yeah, you really... A lot of your stresses, your... your um, your inner thoughts come through in your dreams, but more in a more intense way for you than I think anyone I've ever met. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, kicking in my dreams. You internalize. <laughs> I just, in, in, but in real life, and like my wife is just like, "Why were you kicking last night?" And oh, okay. I was, I was like, I had to get these people out of the house. Is my parents? <laughs> they're, they're trying to sleep. You and, had the uh, Jimmy legs. Yeah, I, I got the Jimmy leg. Yeah, yeah, sure do. And then today, you got together with a, a good friend of ours, and maybe the person Dan misses the most in L.A. Oh, yeah, Sexy Mike. So myself and Sexy Mike and, uh, and Carol went to uh, Los Angeles taco staple Marisco's Jalisco and got the shrimp tacos there, which are phenomenal. 
I don't know if you guys ever went there when you were in L.A. No. I never got to go. I always wanted to, and I never got to go. I'm so it, jealous. It sounds I, uh, amazing. I boycotted all the taco places because they didn't have hard shell tacos. Oh, no, no, Dan, Dan, Dan. This is a crispy shrimp what? taco, Whoa. and I don't know what is inside of it, but it is heaven. I swear, I've, I've had it three times in the last month because I, I only went for the first time last month, and I've been thinking about it ever since. It's phenomenal. Please uh, phenomenal. send us some in the mail. What, what, uh, would you? Would you? What would you rank higher? Uh, the Mariscos Jalisco shrimp taco or the Milan wedding meal? Uh, that's come on, man. That's a would you rather? Uh, wow. Well, as a meal, I'd have to take the the, the wedding meal. But man, as just a singular item. Yes, to eat, one bite. It is one. Oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that taco bite is pretty phenomenal. I mean, Jonathan Gold is raves about. He's been raving about this place for years. He's, and you know, and Jay, I know you, you. You're a big fan of Jay Gold. Yeah, he, he doesn't get many wrong. He he's get many he's wrong. the 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 food critic of Los Angeles. He's he's the one everyone listens to. I here, here's another person I listen to. Mike Botticella. Is he doing okay? Does he have a <laughs> a real job? I mean. Yeah, yeah, he was producing that show. Uh, what show? Yeah, he's got, it's the source, it, right? Or no? What is it? Yeah, it's some, uh, on Complex. He was producing Complex. that. Some, uh, yeah, I mean, he was available today, uh, Monday. <laughs> but then again, so was I. I, I can't. I mean, I was. I just got back from uh, from the road. I was covering the U.S. Senior Women's Open. I'm pretty sure that led. Uh, your sports center, but yes, uh, oh yes, yes, it should certainly did uh, very yeah. much into the U.S. Senior Women's Open. Those ladies are into Holly, I bet. <laughs> no comment. They're okay. very, very nice people. <laughs> I like them all. You're an amazing champion, diplomat. <laughs> Laura Davis, phenomenal. She was phenomenal. Nancy Lopez, phenomenal. She was a starter. She was very nice. Oh, Julie Nancy Inkster. Lopez. I don't yeah. know. Did you guys meet Julie Inkster? You guys would love Julie Inkster. No, I didn't get a chance to meet her, but man, I would love to meet Nancy Lopez. Maybe have yeah. dinner with her at yeah, Marisco's. Yeah. Oh, you know, a fun, funny, funny story about uh, about golf. <laughs> I don't think you'll <laughs> mind that. A funny story about golf. Funny. Let's hear it. So, the first night we get to the, uh, the Senior Women's Open, which was uh, outside of Chicago, we go down, there's a little uh, reception for the Fox USGA crew. It's just a crew little soiree. And I'm wearing my Jay and Dan shirt. Amazing. So I come down with this shirt, and I'm talking to the uh, to Shane Bacon, uh, one of our announcers, and uh, Mark Loomis, our executive producer. And they go, hey, what's up with that shirt? They go, oh, yeah, this is uh, Jay and Dan, uh, you know. They, they they were at Fox Sports, yeah. And then Shane was talking about how he loved Jane, he loved you guys. And then and uh, Loomis goes, uh, yeah, those guys, uh, they guys kind of took a dig at our coverage in 2015. No. And I had to yeah. send him an email. About yeah, that. yeah, that's all he remembers. <laughs> yeah, what? No, yeah. And then and then I go, oh, well, <laughs> I guess I'll I'll walk this way now. Now he said he was fine. He said it's over with. He's he just said he had. He, he just remembers sending uh, one of you guys an email about it. And said, it was you know. me. It was me because I I made what I thought was a funny joke on the show a week after our first U.S. Open, which was at Chambers Bay, which we got lambasted for, which I still maintain was because the course was in such shape. 
If we yeah, if it was I like totally at Torrey Pines, I think we would have gotten sixty percent less criticism. But anyway, agreed. So you know, so all I said was something, and at the time, Tiger was in the dumps, right? He was he was just not not. Things weren't going well. So I compared our our coverage of the U.S. Open to Tiger's career at the time or something to that effect. And uh, one golf blog picked it up and pointed out that it was weird that I criticized uh, my own network. So they wouldn't have even known it because they weren't watching our show. I know that. Loomis wasn't watching our show. But he, somebody of his had a golf blog, and that's why he... Uh, and then he was all upset. And then, and then John Entz didn't talk to me for two years. But... <laughs> Well, I think uh, Loomis said he's over it. He laughed. I, I kind of awkwardly said, okay, well, uh, I guess I'll walk over there now. But he said, it's all good. He said, it's all good. Well, listen, buddy, we got some, we're taking calls on the podcast, so we got to get to our calls. But man, it was great catching up with you, bud. I, hey, great to hear from you guys. I hope you're doing well. And, uh, and I know Dan would want you to, to say hi to Mike for him. Yep. Oh, of course. I will. I will. Thanks, buddy. See, see you, buddy. Take it easy, guys. Yep. Good talking. Bye. It was Bernie, Bernie Kim. What a legend. Are we taking calls right away? Because I just wanted to read this one quick thing here that someone sent me. They wanted us to discuss on the podcast. Um, this is the strangest thing I've ever been sent. He found this on a Facebook message board. Let's keep this simple. I have a hot tub. I'm having a group release party on July 7th. Everybody's welcome. Last time was all men, which was fun, but I'd really like to get some women this time. Here's how it works. Five people get into my 400-gallon redwood hot tub. The temperature is a challenging 125 degrees. After a few minutes, everybody evacuates, voids their bowels in the tub. We see what floats to the surface. This letting go stage is followed by a coming together stage in which each person helps the person to their left reach satisfaction. Hand sex. Simple and wonderful. And then he goes on to list 15 rules associated. Is this the strange? This is the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, by golly, Jesus! I just wanted to read that because because that's who who. Where did you get that? <laughs> Someone said it to me on Instagram. Said uh, uh, found okay, this on let's Facebook. Take that first caller. Found this on a Facebook group. And maybe your guy up your guys' alley for podcast talk. LOL. That's from Kurt Gillies. Uh, well, yeah, we should discuss that. We, we've got these callers on the line, but I think we should. Maybe we could just discuss this with every. Uh, when when you said release party, that's what I thought. But then I thought, no, he couldn't actually mean that everyone everyone gives everybody in the tub a handy. <laughs> yep. And it turns out that but that's they exactly also what happened. And all themselves also release their bowels. You'd be uh, sitting in. Yeah, that's. It wouldn't be very easy to to get an erection or be aroused if you saw yours and everyone else in the tub's poop having risen to the surface of the tub. Or maybe you're into that kind of thing. Maybe that would make you more excited. Uh, Stoff, who's our first caller? Our first caller here is Ryan. Ryan, where are you uh, calling us from? Uh, the Jane Dan Podcast. You're on, buddy. How are you? Good. I'm calling from Brandon, Manitoba, and I have to tell you that conversation made me aroused. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I know how things are in Brandon. Things are a little bit Do you weird. want to hear some of the ground rules? Sure, let's hear it. Okay, number one, no footwear of any kind in the tub. Leave your flip-flops on the deck. Number two, do not go into the house. Number three, scents are okay, but please no greasy hair products. Number four, please refrain from smoking. Number five, once everybody's in the tub, it's silent time. No talking until everybody's out. Ugh. We'll continue on in a minute. Oh, God, that would be so weird. So, after everyone in the rises to the surface, then automatically everyone tries to give a handy to the person on their left? Like, <laughs> yes. they just know, okay, that's the rule. Once I see all the but how do you know all the 
has risen. How do you know someone in the tub isn't still <laughs> lot of variables there, right, Ryan? You're supposed to take the and then freeze it and then use it later as foreplay. Oh, just smother it over your partner's chest and oh, God. buttocks. There's many places you can put it. Hey, bud, I'm just going to crack a Coors Light here. All oh, right. Beautiful. We've got some uh, Coors Light mugs. They're baseball bats hollowed out. These are the coolest uh, mugs ever. Thank you to Coors Light for sending us these amazing baseball bat Coors Light mugs, the official beer of Major League Baseball Coors Light. Ryan, what do you do uh, for a living? Are you a student? Are you you uh, prostitute? What do you do? I'm a male prostitute by night, uh, yeah. and uh, during the day, I am uh, in communication. Ah, uh, communications for whom? CTV Brandon? Mm, I, I I don't want to get fired. Okay, uh, fair okay. enough. Fair That's enough. I understand. Now, did you have a question for the podcast? I have a would you rather. Okay. I love it. Fire away. All right. Every time, would you rather, when you went to the bathroom, have fire ants crawl out of your pee hole when you peed? Okay. Or, when you poop, have a hamster crawl out, claws just grabbing onto everything again? Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, man. Every time? Every time the claws? That's a lot. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going fire ants. I think I'm I'm going fire ants. Yeah, I'd go fire ants, too. Yeah, you, oh God, but even that sounds horrible as well. Ugh. Can we go back to the sex, would you rather? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've still got sex ground rules. Thanks for the call, buddy. And, thanks, uh, Ryan. Have a great summer in uh, Brandon. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays. <laughs> oh, have a good holiday. Sorry. <laughs> he said happy holidays. He said have a good holiday. Number seven, please commit before showing up. Don't come out to the backyard, check out the scene, then decide to leave. This disrupts the experience. Well, because you're seeing ugly people in that tub that are about to next to you. Well, I think that's for any party. Don't just take a peek in and then leave. A couple more rules, please. Oh, wait, wait. Let's get to the rules when we get to the next caller. The next caller stop is Eldon. Eldon, where are you calling us from? You're on the Jane Dan podcast. I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Fantastic. What a beautiful town I've never been. What do you, uh, how did you come to know the, uh, the pod, bud? Uh, from your, uh, Fox Sports Days. Oh, very nice. You were the one who was watching. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a couple of us down here. I love it. I love it. Man, your city looked, uh, beautiful during the Olympics. When the hell was that? 20, uh, 2002? 2002. 2002. Yeah. Sunny every day. We won gold in hockey. Yeah, that was fun. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a Do you have a question for us, Eldon? Not so much a question as much as a uh, constructive criticism. Oh, okay. Uh, we like, I I like say, hearing that. We like to grow I and say change. I'm on uh, Team Dan here, but that's a Ben Teller guy. We need to put a muzzle on him for a little while. Whoa! Here we go. The anti Ben Brigade <laughs> is on. Uh, tell us what what you don't like about Ben. Uh, Dan could talk about that for hours well most of the time i'm listening to you guys in my car headed to work and as soon as that high dam comes on i just want to drive my car into a yeah wall. yeah i want to run out of the like, studio so you guys have so many great great guests that come on between engineer jim and joel Klatt. But yet Ben is on every week. You need to get some of the other guys on. Well, he hasn't been on much because he says, you know, he's been banned till when, Dan? October. October. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) I love your criticism. That's great. 
Uh, Eldon, thank you for listening. Uh, we truly appreciate it, and uh, and I and go Jazz, Grayson Allen. I'm not a big basketball fan. I'm I actually used to live in Arizona, so I'm a big Coyotes fan. Okay, that doesn't well that for doesn't me. seem like a, it's too fruitful. <laughs> so you're really latching on popular <laughs> things: the Coyotes and Jay and yep. Dan in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, yeah. bud. Thanks for calling in. We truly appreciate it. Uh, have a great summer. Uh, number eight, please no laughing or frivolity. It's not that it has to be dead serious, but we don't want to turn it into a joke. For many people, a group release party is a psychosexual experience, and your laughter can be shaming. Let's go to the next caller. <laughs> uh, who's the next caller, Stuff? Uh, that would be Jordan. Jordan, have you ever been uh, to a release party, and was it a psychosexual experience that you found shaming? And, uh, where, and where are you calling from? <laughs> I'm going to have to say no on that one, and I'm calling from Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Ah, oh, home of the Terriers. Love it. Well, Lo- they haven't been doing much lately, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, no, but home of... Is Yorkton still home of the KFC Buffet? No, that's Weyburn. Well, that's Weyburn. That's Weyburn. Right. How is, how's summer in Yorkton right now? Summer in Yorkton's pretty good right now. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic weather, and... Every time I drive through Belcaris, I always think of Jay's grandpa, and that's my question: Is how's Jay's grandpa doing, or is this going to get awkward shortly? It will, but it, but that's okay. He was he was so old. He did he did recently pass away, but he had a good life, Jordan. That's I appreciate you asking about him. He did he had an amazing life. Outlived his eight brothers and sisters. So uh, so that's very kind of you to ask about him. He uh, he he had a good one. He had ladies in his life all the way through to the end. After <laughs> my grandmother passed. Away. Like 25 years ago, he had one girlfriend for about 15 years. Then he had another two girlfriends in the seniors' home. Whoa! Like he was, he would have been good at a release party. He would have <laughs> himself and absolutely <laughs> off the person next to him for sure because he was also French. So he was into some weird. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Yes. Can I add, ask one more question? Yeah, for sure, okay. buddy. Okay, well, uh, given that World Series of Poker just wrapped up, Las Vegas is on the brain and that sort of thing, so I'm just curious. I know Dan went to Vegas. It seemed like every other weekend it was talked about when you guys were down in the States. Uh, Are you willing to share your biggest bet you've ever played, or if you want to leave it to the one you've won, go right ahead. Oh, Dan. Oh, uh, you were there the one night when uh, we had the big roll on, like, we had where a was lot that? Of, on the the craps table. Um, where what casino? I forget. Oh, there's that. been nights where like you have a hot roller and you'll have a few thousand dollars on the table, like for each roll, because you you just keep uh, you keep pushing your bets and it just keeps adding up and adding up. So if someone rolls for like twenty five thirty minutes, which is extremely rare occurrence, but when it does, there's a lot of money on that craps table. So, Dan, that's my answer to your question. But I, that, wasn't, I, I, I that never, wasn't really an answer, though. But I've never like uh, most. I bet on a game and like a, like a football game is like Super Bowl. Bet a thousand bucks on the over. Yeah, I think I I maybe bet a thousand bucks a few times in Vegas at the sports book. That's it. We're yeah. basically super cheap people. Uh, <laughs> super. Well, cheap. you work in Canadian media. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, listen. Have a great uh, summer in Yorkton, and uh, and thanks for calling into the podcast, bud. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. That's Jordan. Number nine. Please, no loud talking after the session. My neighbors have complained several times and have threatened to call the police. Yeah, hey, I'd be calling the police. Hey, what'd you think of that? That hand <laughs> I gave you. <laughs> 
How'd you like that I just took? Number 10, if you're over 200 pounds, it's fine, but please let me know in advance. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Are they fat-shaming people? Uh, who's our next caller? Uh, I just want to ask uh, one quick follow-up oh. question. At the beginning, did you say last year's event was all-male? Yeah, the last time they did this, there was all men. Boy, he that is he'd, a, I he'd forgot like about to have that. some women. Like to have some women in there. It was yeah, all possibly. male. Now, wait, so is he gay? Or he's just like, this isn't a gay straight thing. This is just a release party. And uh, gay or straight, everyone's welcome to and uh, and be released. I'm not sure, but Chris is on the line. <laughs> Chris, uh, ever been to a gay or straight release party in a hot tub where you take a uh, your feces floats to the surface, and then you, uh, with your hand, uh, masturbate the person next to you, to the left. I believe that's the other problem with the, with this plan. Because if it was me in there, I'd want to go to the right. I'm a righty. <laughs> if I'm going yeah. to the left, that's not good. That, I'm not doing that guy. Chris, the, where to are the you calling from? Favors. Well, I wanted to answer that question first, and I was going to say to the right, obviously. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you want to go to the right. Mostly, yeah. most of us do. But I am uh, I'm calling from the West Coast. I am Nanaimo, British Columbia. Oh, Beautiful. the home of the Nanaimo Bar. Beautiful. Yes, yes, we are. I think that's all we're known for really right now. Another old time. I'm going to be in Victoria on Friday. I can't wait. I'm very excited to come well, out you're to your coming in a nice weather. It's about 32 degrees here with no wind. Oh, sounds amazing. I can't wait. Hot. Do you have any yeah. uh, Do you have any questions for us? Bring, well, bring the gold bond first. Oh, yes, of course, absolutely. But, um, yeah, no, we, uh, me and the wife, we're coming out to Toronto at the end of August for a wedding, but we're only going to be there for less than 48 hours, and I wanted to get some uh, recommendations mm. on, we got to get some good places to eat. I think we're staying around the... Okay, you came, uh, oh, sorry, you're staying around where? Yeah, where are you staying? We're staying around the, the, the Bloor uh, train stop, I believe. Oh, oh, you're saying like we're like close it, to little, it, little Italy, and yeah, we're just looking uh, somewhere to eat, somewhere good. What do you got? You came to the right spot. Uh, this is Jay's specialty. Now you you're staying, I think, in Yorkville. Like you're staying uh, at like Young and Bloor, like the Bloor subway stop. You said. Yeah, because we're just uh, we're catching the train right from the airport. And good idea. Nice, uh, oh, I love that nice train. Spot right from there. You're going to do great. I mean, you don't have to leave that area that you're staying in, and there's all sorts of great places to eat. In fact, Dan just went to a place near there. I can't remember what it was called. Brothers? Yeah, Brothers. And then what was the place you just went to with your daughters that you said was awesome? Oh, the that's the, uh, the new hotel, uh, Annandale House. The Annandale House. That's at Young and Bloor. Young and okay. Charles, I think, right? Uh, Young and Charles? Yeah, it's a block down from Bloor, so... Um, for me, what I would recommend and what I recommend to everyone who comes to the city is uh, Grant Van Gameren's restaurants. So he's a, a chef owner, young guy, super talented, and he has a lot of great restaurants in the city. Bar Isabel, Bar Raval, The El Rey, The Tennessee Tavern, Harry's Charbroiled. And then he's just about to open a Mexican restaurant that might be open when you guys get here called, and I hope I'm not pronouncing this incorrectly, Quetzal. And it's going to be bonkers good. So if you just Google Grant Van Gameren restaurants and go and to one of those, 
Go to one of those restaurants or hit a couple of those restaurants and you, you won't go uh, wrong. The correct name is the Andor House. Uh, the restaurant, yeah, it was unreal. Ate there uh, a couple weeks ago. So I recommend that. And another place, you know, for lunch, Momofuku Noodle Bar. Like, yes, really good. So good. Right on University in Queen, uh, David Chang's uh, restaurant. Get the pork buns. You can't go wrong. And you go. If, you, uh, if you can't find any of those spots... Always hit up the sausage truck outside Canadian Tire. <laughs> that was our delicious. Well, we have those here, so I was hoping to find something more local. Now. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy it, my friend, and uh, have a great time when you're here. Thanks. Will do. And I had one last quick suggestion for the Dan Festival. Oh, oh okay. Oh. oh, I'm glad I you brought this you guys up. guys missed the Dan Band. Yes. Oh, we yes. got so many tweets about okay. this. Good. Thank you for bringing that up, because I totally forgot. Um, yes, we, we know we should have included the Dan Band. I forgot that they were called the Dan Me Band. Me too. And I actually saw pictures of them on their website, where literally behind the band as they play is Dan in massive 20-foot letters. <laughs> so that is made for Dan Fest. Yeah, it seems like they should headline Dan Fest. I was going to say, they're headlining the whole weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Well, we won't. We will probably never talk <laughs> no, to you again. Probably not, no, probably not. Thanks, guys. No, but have a great time. Um, Number 12, no drugs of any kind. Number 13. No drugs? This is my favorite one. Number 13, please make sure that you've eaten well and not excreted for at least 12 hours before coming. So you're just holding it in. It's like turtle, turtle head <laughs> popping 14, through. Number 14, no food in the hot tub or on the deck. If you must eat, finish your food in your car. <laughs> It's a very specific putting rule. Back, putting back a plate of spaghetti in his <laughs> Toyota Tercel before he goes in to jerk off a dude. <laughs> uh, okay, well, should we take one more call, and then we, we got to get to our special guest. Uh, uh, we got day. Brandon on the line here. Brandon. Brandon. Where, Brandon, where are you uh, calling from? We're in. You made it, Me buddy. We're in. You, oh, man. Where, where are you calling from? Calling from the Jersey Shore, man. From New Jersey. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah, swear to God. At Jersey Shore, now it's back on the air, and they're like as popular as ever, I heard. I, again, am taking except, this all secondhand. Except they can't, they, they won't let them film here anymore. So that's why they keep filming in Miami. Ah. I was, when they started, I was in like high school, so we were talking about like how they were going to start filming it, and then crazy. It went bananas, and you've, yeah. and so you. What do you do in the Jersey Shore? You, uh, you bartend. Uh, oh, this is this is part. This is part one of my questions here. Um, quick two parter. Sorry. Um, a, I'm an IT guy. Nice. Uh, so we could use you here. We have none. <laughs> now I do not want to let this Olga thing go. You know. Okay. I can't let it slide. Right. I can help you guys find it. Wow. Okay. Can, we could trace her emails. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Dan's I mean, eyes we, have lit up like a Christmas out. tree. What's I will that? do this. For, I just need to know where she is. Orenburg. I don't want. I don't want to let. I don't want to let Dan go. This is true love. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to let. Love I should die. let you know. I haven't since that last email. Um, we haven't uh, conversed at all, and that's over a month now. <laughs> it, <laughs> She's moved it does, on. It doesn't matter. It, it, so it's like an IP address or outside IP address. You can locate that stuff. It's pretty okay. creepy stuff, but you could see, like, I've seen it where, like, because for work, we've had people get their, like, email tax, and we had to trace it, and I could tell you, like, where in Africa, like, the town. Wow. Okay, so off air, we will get your email address, and I'll send you all her info, and 
hopefully you'll find out. And if she's not even in Russia, then then we know that just, someone. Oh, we just got we got to find out. Yeah, okay. we got to. I like out. this. Okay. Okay, and you said it's, you had another question. Saga. Another question. I'm getting married in October. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I uh, my all my groomsmen, the boys, talked them into coming to Toronto. They all got passports. I've been there a couple times. Now I haven't been there out on like a good old boys trip. Jay, what do you got for me? I'm talking about straight debauchery, 48 hours, end of September. We're going to a Jays game. That's about it. That's good. Uh, you you want to make sure you hit up the uh, the whole time. The underground garage is just around where the Blue Jays play. That's a good spot to get uh, some bevies there. It's always rocking. So you go there. So, so the boys want to want to also go to uh, like a strip club. Yeah, gentlemen's yep. club. I figured that's what I, you were uh, sniffing at. Um, I, you guys don't have uh, sure. Don't that's have fine. Dollar bills. Like, how does that work? It's it's basically it's very simple. It's um, it's lap dances. It's you're not throwing bills on the stage. You're not throwing anything on the stage. There, there's girls dancing on the stage, but it's really just to entice you for the lap dances that take place. Uh, in the back of the club, and depending on the club, uh, the lap dances, uh, the lines are blurred. But for the most part, it's just it's no touchy touchy and all that stuff. It's twenty bucks a dance. That's about all I should probably say. I should probably just leave it there. But what I would say is there's two two clubs I would recommend: the Brass Rail, which we talk about all the time. I, I always hear you talk about the Brass Rail. That's on Young Street. That's on Young Street. So that's in Toronto. That's easy to get to. But if you're coming all this way, you guys should rent a limo and go, take one night and go down to Niagara Falls and go to the Sundown. So an hour and a half away at, actually, at the most. It's a quick actually, trip. My, my, I, the first time me and my fiance went to Canada, we went to Toronto. You went to the Sundowner. And Good I, for you. I, nope. um, we, we rented a car and went to Niagara Falls, and that's actually where I popped the question. So oh, sweet, very nice. We oh, that'd be we, perfect. So when, yeah, next, so when two Eastern we European well. strippers are grinding all over your face and neck, um, <laughs> then you'll rem- you can regale them with stories about your uh, when you asked your wife to marry you in that same city, and you oh, can do because, some gambling. Oh, because the boys are asking me about it, so I, I like I, I go to Google it like down low like like the uh, uh, the like hidden mystery like you know what I mean like the incognito version of Google Chrome. Uh, and I looked it up, and I was like, "This place looks kind of sketchy." Wait, are you so, talking about the Sundowner? No, no, I was just talking about like I, I was just googling like how do strip clubs work in Canada? And oh, you'll figure it out, my friend. <laughs> just bring cash. That's all I can say. Bring twenties. I'm, I'm just, I'm just nervous that I'm going to get there, and it's like twenty dollars a pop, and then next thing you know, two minutes walking out of the door. <laughs> I'm strapped, you know what I mean? Yeah, you will be like that. So just save your pennies and uh, come with 20s and you'll have a great time. But I would recommend the Sundowner because that's a great club and uh, and it's not that far as Dan pointed out. Yeah. And that would be a fun... T- you guys would just have a great time. That's where oh, Thurman- We're going to be blasted for 48 hours. It's going to be a good time. That's an amazing thing. My friend, congratulations. we got to get to the thank next you. one. And good luck with the, uh, the wedding. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, my friend. There we go. We'll get his info off. Uh, I think we're going to take one more call. Because we got one more caller, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So one more quick one. Who who do we have on the line? That's Sam. Sam. Oh. Sam, where are you calling from? Oh my gosh! Yes, that's awesome. 
Hey, uh, Sam. from uh, beautiful British Columbia, Kelowna, B.C. Oh, what, oh, a, what a town. Wow. I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks. What a great town. Oh. Uh, a town that uh, when I was studying to be a broadcaster, I uh, did a, um, a newscast on our college radio station and called it Kelowna. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah, Kelowna. Hey, DJ. <laughs> That's right. It was CKDJ. Uh, we got to make this one quick, my friend. Do you have a question yeah, for us? Uh, no, no, no question. No, you just really, want to chat. Uh, I just want to chat. I wanted to stay on the line. I was like, maybe these guys will grab it. And, and thanks so much for grabbing. My heart's pounding on my chest. I'm super nervous. But uh, I'm sitting on the beach at the Kelowna Paddle Center right now. My, my teammates, I'm one of the competitive paddleboarders in Kelowna. And uh, practice started at 6 o'clock, so... Where, out there. Where, where is the uh, paddle center? Where, is that the, the that's a code for the El Dorado uh, patio? <laughs> it's funny because I actually do part time work at El Dorado as well. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I'm sure I'll see you there. That's a nice uh, patio, yeah, boy. That's the, uh, the great paddle spot. center is just off of Abbott Abbott uh, Street and KLO actually. Okay, I know. I actually know where that north is. North of the El Dorado. So. Okay, very yeah, nice. I actually worked at the El Dorado, uh, the marina front desk. And Valley Park right now, so I'm a bit of a Renaissance man at the L. Look at you! Look at you! You're making it happen for yourself. No. Did you ever go? What was the strip club in Kelowna? I forget now. Oh, uh, Liquid the, Zoo. Or yes. oh yes, that's right. And the wasn't the Willow in the strip club a long time ago? <laughs> oh well, I'm originally born and raised in Calgary. I've been here for five years. So okay, maybe that's before Calgary your time. Yeah, the Willow Inn. What Did a, you make it back to the Stampede? No, unfortunately not. But. Uh, a lot of my friends are having a good time uh, there. I'd like to go back there in the next few years, but I'll be going back to Calgary in August, so I'll probably uh, pull one Why are you going back? What? Why? Well, just, for- just visit the family, going to Canmore. Oh, just to visit. Okay. Oh, beautiful yeah. Canmore. Love that place. Yeah, that's a great yeah. spot. So maybe I'll do a, uh, it's only about a 45-minute flight, and I know Jay's rule, a 45 or 50-minute flight is a little bit of a handy job. <laughs> that. So we'll see if I get there. Yeah, it, I, think a, I think that's reasonable. Uh, if you're in a release party, you don't need 45 or 50 minutes. You get no. off right after the rises to the surface. It'll all make sense when you listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, thanks a lot for taking my call. I know thanks, you buddy. It was a pleasure. Uh, good luck paddleboarding. Have fun. Oh, thank you so much. Made my day. See you, bud. Number 16, do not turn on the aeration jets under any circumstances. This makes the party impossible to clean up afterwards and also disrupts the atmosphere in the tub. So no jets. Hmm. Because that poop will get sucked right up in there. Hmm. Please do not park in the driveway. <laughs> if parking is limited, park on Arcola Street. Park on Arcola. So that's we know where he is now. He's on Arcola. The question is, what city? No cameras or any kind, including camera phones. I'd like to go. Is It's a discreet experience. It sounds like it. Other than the yourselves if you have a health concern which you believe may be transmittable through personal waste material please wait for at least two weeks after the matter is cleared up before attending a session Mm. they're calling it a session now interesting you are welcome to bring a friend provided i know in advance don't just show up with your pal who's going to be me off tell me about your pal who's going to be me off this guy wow that is the street and that's the end of it it says contact him if you're interested. I guarantee Jim has been to a release party back in his GR, GNR days. Thousand percent him slash Izzy, Dizzy, Duff, Steven Adler, Matt Sorum in one hot tub with Jim going left.
That was so, so sorry about the graphicness of the hot tub party, but uh, I just needed to read that because um, it's stuck with me all day. Well, listen, we should probably kind of wrap this up now. Okay. Uh, okay. So, just a reminder: mm-hmm. we're back with fresh new pods Labor Day week. Correct. But in between, then, mm-hmm. Christoph, right after we finish this podcast, is putting together eight spectacular best of podcasts with he's all got the, the real stuff. the reels all lined up he's gonna splice some tape that's right he's got his razor blade ready to go to chop up the lines and to splice the tape that's how he keeps it going late into the night so listen enjoy you'll keep getting po- fresh podcasts every week they'll be best ofs. they're gonna be great and he's gonna package them together in a fun way so you hear some mm-hmm. new stuff too uh, but thanks for listening. It's been an amazing year. And thanks, big thanks to Coors Light for sponsoring us this year. And this thanks for the great. new mugs. Yeah, they're wicked. Like, these are freaking the coolest thing ever. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Are we, are we, uh, oh, do you got them? No shot. No Jim. <laughs> okay. Okay, Stoff, we'll talk to him the first podcast. Back. Yeah, first podcast back, we'll get Jim back. Uh, Stoff, thank you for all your hard work, bud. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Bye-bye. They're going home. The Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light.